Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. This episode is going to be a little bit different than the other episodes I've been doing. So this is going to be a new format and it's going to be really short. In this episode and the other ones like this one, I'm going to answer a specific question. So the questions are going to come from you. And I put a Google form link in the show notes and you just have to fill out that form. You can do it anonymously. And when you do, I will go ahead and create a whole podcast episode around your question. Today's question is, What do I do when my upline recruits someone I was trying to recruit? And the short answer is nothing. There's really nothing you can do. But I imagine that your feelings are hurt and you might be upset with your upline and you're probably upset with a new recruit. And I think those feelings are totally normal, but they're not serving you. When you're in business long enough, you'll probably be all three of those people in that scenario at one time or another. You might've already been one. Someone else might have thought that you were going to sign with her, but you signed with your upline instead. You might not have even realized she was trying to recruit you. Or when you went to conference, someone else might have thought you guys were going to room together and she thought it was a done deal. She didn't even think she had to ask, but you ended up rooming with someone else. And there's going to be times when you're the perceived offender. You and another consultant might have a mutual friend and you might offer that friend the joint opportunity because that's what you do. You didn't do it to make your sister consultant upset. Your goal was to serve your friend and grow your business, not sabotage someone else's business. I was in the field for a long time and I had people sign with me instead of with someone else. And there were times when people signed with someone else instead of with me. When someone signed with someone else, I had a variety of reactions depending on the situation. One time, a sister leader whose kids went to the same elementary school as mine called me up and asked me if I knew so-and-so. And I said, yeah, she's my neighbor. And she said, oh, I just signed her. And I was like, oh. And then I paused and then I'm like, well, good for you. I never even talked to her about it. Why would my neighbor sign with me if I never even offered her the opportunity? And I know that's different than this situation, but let me give you another example. I had a longtime customer tell me that her friend, Susie, who was also a longtime customer of mine and purchased a lot of products with me, signed with someone else. And at that time, I considered Susie a friend. I was closer friends with the customer who told me about this situation. I still hung out with Susie in social situations outside of my business. I felt like we had more than just a business relationship. Now, I know I did an opportunity chat with Susie, and I remember her telling me that she had a full-time job and two little kids and didn't want to take on anything else at the time. I didn't even know she was working with another consultant, and it hurt, and it stung, and I was annoyed, and then I started questioning, well, why would she buy from me, but she didn't want to be on my team? Now, I didn't curl up in a ball and cry, but I'm sure I spent way more time than I should have being ticked off about the situation. 
Eventually, our mutual friend told me she joined under another consultant because she just wanted the discount. That consultant told her that if she signed with her, she would place orders under her to make sure that she'd be able to meet the minimums, and she knew I wasn't going to ever do that. I also had scenarios happen when people told me that they were going to join my team, and then they ended up joining another team, or they went with another company. There might have been times when the recruiters did some underhanded things, but even if they did, there's nothing I could have done about it. That's just the way it goes sometimes. When you look at these kinds of scenarios as things that are happening for you rather than happening to you, you'll be able to see a different perspective and you'll be able to see it with an abundance mindset. Sometimes these things happen to teach you a lesson. I only ever had one neighbor sign with someone else. That never happened again. I learned that lesson pretty quickly. So when things like this happen for you, look for the lesson. In order to really see the lesson, you can't be in a place where you're all bent out of shape about the situation. You'll never see the lesson then. If you think about it, you think about the situation and you get upset, you're not in a place where you can see the lesson. So you have to get into a neutral space before you can even try to figure out what you're supposed to learn from this. If you think about it and you're not upset, then just spend a couple of minutes thinking about what there is to learn from it. I'm emphasizing just a couple of minutes because I don't want you spending a lot of time on this. It's not worth it because what you focus on expands. If you keep focusing on what you don't have, you'll get more of that. Sometimes there's nothing you could have done that would have changed the outcome, but that doesn't mean there isn't a lesson. I know it isn't easy to get past something like this, especially the first couple of times it happens and when it's your upline and when your team is just starting to grow. Every potential team member, host, and customer feels critical to your success. But the truth is, the only thing that's critical to your success is your mindset, especially during these situations. And sometimes the lesson is an opportunity to practice grace, resilience, and perspective. It's easy to have an abundance mindset when everything's going your way. My coach always says, success is a terrible teacher. And sometimes these situations happen to protect you. I think back to my customer who signed with someone else because she wanted a discount. There was a time when I would have happily signed her as long as she was over 18, didn't live in my house, and was breathing. But having a team of consultants like that almost made me want to quit. When I stopped pursuing kidnappers and hobbyists, I started loving my business. Signing her would have set me back. She would have taken time away from the people who wanted to build a business, and I probably would have ended up resenting her for it. When these things happen for you, you'll either get a lesson or dodge a bullet, but in either case, you'll get a story to help someone else. If your upline recruits someone you've been trying to recruit, you can't do anything to change the situation. You just can't. The recruit might not have even realized you were trying to recruit her. She also might not realize how the structure works. Your upline might not have realized you were trying to recruit Susie. Or there is a possibility that your upline has a lack mindset and she knew you were trying to recruit Susie and she just didn't care. You can talk to your upline or her new recruit about it if you want, but I'm not sure that's going to serve any of you in the short term or the long term. I think it will put them on the defensive and make your relationship awkward. If you want to congratulate your upline and welcome the new recruit, then go ahead and do it. If you don't want to, then don't. If you feel like you can't trust your upline, then make sure you find other support systems. You don't need her as a support system, but you do need support. But the most important thing you can do for yourself is let it go. 
Your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings are a guidance system. When you feel bad because of a thought, it means that the thought doesn't serve you. You can only think one thought at a time. Whenever you think about this scenario and start to feel bad, then change your thoughts. Think about something neutral if you can't think about something good. Watch something funny. Go on a walk. Make a list of things. Do whatever you can do to think about something else. And then when you feel good, go do something good for yourself and for your business. Hopefully that helped. If you have any questions about this, or if you have any additional questions about anything in your business, then go ahead and fill out the Google form and I will answer them on a podcast. Make sure you tell your friends and your team about this podcast so they can get their questions answered too. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D. Northcutt on Instagram, and I love to hear from you and celebrate your success. 